You gotta look at the guy next to you. Look into his eyes. Now I think you're gonna see a guy who will go that inch. You're gonna see a guy who will sacrifice himself for this team because he knows when it comes down to it, you're gonna do the same for him. Are you crying? Are you crying? There's no crying. There's no crying in baseball. Tonight, we are the greatest hockey team. I'm sick and tired of hearing about what a great hockey team the Soviets this is your time. Now go out there and take it. Film is now in session. Welcome to Film Session, WFUV's weekly roundtable about movies that happen to have sports in them. I'm your host, Chris Carino, and someone hit the projector. Welcome to Film Session on this gloomy late afternoon on this uh, wonderful Friday before the spring break. To my left, Will Grant. To my right, David Tominelli. In the back, Andrew Canary. The elephant in the room on campus, and you know we're going to be talking about things that aren't necessarily that today, but Fordham basketball is really the elephant in every room that it's not being talked about in. This has been the talk of the entire city, this team, really encapsulating the hearts of not just here at Fordham, but really everywhere in the surrounding um, places. Why I bring them up. The last time we were in a semifinal of the Atlantic 10, a few years ago, Quite a few many years ago, before the Pacor era around here in the Bronx, when basketball became watchable in the early 2010s, that team had a head coach. That head coach, believe it or not, was Derek Wittenberg, the creator no of this documentary. Really? He coached the Fordham oh Rams, God. if my numbers and calculations are correct, he coached the Fordham Rams from 2003 to 2009 and took, and Tom Pacor eventually took his job, leads all the way. Jay Wright, connection with Pecora, Neptune, Ergo, all set up right to here. Just thought I'd kind of make a correlation here between Fordham basketball and this documentary. It was brought to light by my father um, on a call earlier. And uh, yes, come on the pod. Share. Yeah, I just, yeah, come on the pod. I just wanted to share it. Uh, it was very interesting. He was kind of the the leader of this team. It really felt like he was the guy who, when the shot, you know, the play was made, he's the one who shot it and right. had the air and, ball. Uh, Lorenzo Charles. Put yeah, it in, he right? finished it. And uh, it's he's such an important part of this documentary. I love kind of how his his sorrow for how his life ended. Um, and really just how that vibe wasn't brought down in the way of um, Bullies of Baltimore, but it almost lifted up. Yeah. The sorrow kind of was used as power to lift up the magic of this documentary. Um, but before we get to all that, uh, Will, how you doing? I'm good. Um, everything all right? You got here a few minutes late. Yeah, I'm just packing. You know, we're going back to back to Jersey for the week uh, for the spring Jersey. break, and I just had to get some packing done. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, so uh, I opted out of spring break this year. Yeah, as you usually I, uh, do. Yeah, I decided to uh, work because I'm a grown man. It's a grown responsible man. Grown responsible man. Yeah. But uh, yes, it sucks, but uh, maybe one day I'll go away for spring break. Where would you go? I'd probably go to Cabo again. I went there. Cabo? I, was, I went there when I was 17. Tons of stories. Our uh, Storm the Core partner is going to Mexico, correct? Yes, Mexico. she's actually Annabelle. leaving tomorrow. Annabelle Watson. Annabelle Watson, she'll be off the pod this week. But, yeah, uh, I think we'll. I think we might have found a pretty special guest. Yeah, plug that as well. Um, 
our pod we filmed earlier today was really great. I'm, we mm-hmm. were all really proud of it after, so definitely give that a listen. Storm the court. Um, yeah, but for now, uh, David Tominelli's to my right. That's not Annabelle Watson. David Tominelli, how you doing? Yeah, I am David Tominelli, not Annabelle Watson. I, I thought that— Both Huskies <laughs> fans, both very excited this week. Yeah. No, you know what? I am very excited. To be honest, it's like, what is it? Right now, at the time, it's 5.30. Huskies are on it. It's approximately I, 29 yeah, minutes. It's— um, it's gonna be one of the best games. Yeah, I'm excited for it. I'm, I'm, you know, I would be lying if I said my stomach is not, you know, to the floor right now. But, you know, we're gonna try to power through. What are what? you, what are you so worried about? I just get anxious. What about the t- was okay. that a tournament game? Okay, hold on. David had the craziest no, 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 no. in the history wait, wait, wait. of basketball. Can I preface this because yesterday? I, I have a what feeling you, that I said, okay. I've been a Husky fan. My dad went to UConn. I'm from Connecticut. That's why I have such a deep love for these Huskies. And so I remember the Kevin Ollie era. I even remember the Jim Calhoun era, the tail end of it. Well, listen to what he's about to say. And I said that when we came back to the Big East, I said that our priority as a program. No, no, no. That's not what you said. No, no, no. Hold on. Let me. Okay, okay, okay. My priority as a program should be to win the Big East tournament. That's what I want us to do. So when Chris asked me the question, I don't uh, remember the exact phrase. It wasn't a question. question. You just had to made a statement. All right, fine. I said, given the opportunity, of course, if the opportunity presented itself, national championship or Big East tournament, I would pick national championship. You said no, 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 no. I didn't. You misunderstood. Dude, who I did cares not say about that. The no, no, no. Biggest but what he said was he so literally just. Said, it was a blanket statement that he said by accident. But what he said, he goes, whoa, 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 "Yeah, whoa. I'd rather win the biggest tournament than a national championship." And I was just like, "Wow!" Like that was really it. Like showed the weight of the biggest tournament for me. That that's even a question. Well, Can what? you name any other team in the country that would even care? Even close to a national championship compared to their conference championship, I can't name many. But, but uh, well, I know what he's saying. Do, do, don't I you? get it? No, no, no I, I know what he's saying because because there's there's it's so and this out is of very reach, off topic. So out of reach, March like the dance is so out of reach that you'd almost be like, okay, f- screw that. If we're gonna prove ourselves in the Big East coming yeah, back, exactly, then. Let's just let's just make our mark here. I kind of that, that was what you meant. Yeah, and I mean, I, I feel the same way with Fordham. It's like, oh, well, exactly. of course. I mean, it's yeah. like, we're, we're, yeah. Okay. But UConn's a top five team in the country. Well, no, they're top not. seven, top five, top ten for sure. Well, Guys, top ten is fine. Fordham is not. My so. boys just yeah, like for twenty eight minutes we played the best basketball we possibly could. And we'll, we're going to talk more about the. L- modern landscape of college basketball later when we get into our Cinderella picks for this upcoming tournament. But until now, uh, let's get to some survive in advance. Welcome to March, boys. The madness is here, and there's no better way to start than survive in advance to me. I think it really encapsulates the the magic and the vulnerability and the tension, everything that comes with March and the madness and the dance, as you said, I think gets encapsulated in this documentary on maybe the most improbable Cinderella team of all time that seemed to have five storylines going on in every game they played for the entire tournament. Absolutely incredible. Jim Valvano, easily one of the most dynamic and love figures in the history of college basketball, and um, that's shown off here in spades and uh this one's absolutely fantastic dave what was your kind of like initial thoughts on it you know i watched this documentary a while ago when i was a young man living in western connecticut shout out western connecticut by the way shout out western and uh i watched it and i was really into basketball at the time and i really loved this documentary when i watched it for the first time upon re-watching it for this my love came through once again my appreciation was renewed for this documentary i thought it was a very well done documentary and the you know what, uh, my analytical approach the one thing I'll say about this the pacing in this in this documentary was brilliant I really think that hmm. the pacing was awesome 
it's a long documentary. What is it about? An hour and change, a uh, significant change of that. And I think they really did a great job. It didn't feel that long. It didn't feel, it felt like you were pacing with was the great, team. And yeah. also, I felt like I was part of that NC State team. I love that they, yeah. you know, the, the the quick cuts back from the actual game footage to them sitting around the table like that. a bunch of old buddies. Because you know that. that in 50 years, you're going to be sitting with your buddies and you're, like, you're going to have memories like that. They beat Ralph Sampson and they're just sitting I, in a yeah. bar. Uh, uh, and Akeem Olajuwon? They just, they're sitting in a bar. They're sitting in a, an, empty, an empty bar if, uh, and they're just talking. They're just talking. And, and they're just bringing it through and remembering the everything. Hall of Famers that they beat on that run. It's unbelievable, and especially that Houston team. And I loved it even more that at the head of all of it, it was a it was an Italian, an Italian coach. And if anybody doesn't <sighs> know my last name, then you know my like you know Tominelli. Like you understand my connection. We to were that French. We were <laughs> we were kind of dictating the correlation Shampoo on man. Storm the Court earlier when we were talking about how I was saying that if you wear a suit, you're going to be successful mm. in college basketball. I just That's feel so that true. way. And Valvano was just he was the man. Like he just he brought that Italian suave with that Italian toughness that kind of gets meshed together in the Italian like soccer sides yeah. and football sides. Agreed. And he brought it to basketball, and it's wonderful. I love them cutting down, practicing, cutting down the nets in practice. Oh, I dude, love that. I eat that stuff up. But, Will, first impressions on this one? Uh, Yeah, it's good. Um, it's, it's always been one of the top five for me in terms of ESPN 30 for 30s. But... D- you know, it's just like you, you, you kind of nailed it, um, Tom and Ellie, because you, you, you said that you feel like you're in the, with them. And I didn't get that feel from Baltimore, uh, Boys of Baltimore. But from there, it just felt it, it was such a heartwarming story. It's a lot more grounded than that. I the first time I watched it, I was I was watching it and I was like, wait, so that they, they won like they, they, they actually want like they yeah. won it all. Yeah, because there's um, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the guru of go. Yeah, yeah, it's a great one with LMU with Bo Kimball and uh, Hank Gathers, but they it's like the entire it's a, it's similar to it, it's very similar to Surviving yeah. Events, but they end up like losing in the second round yeah. of the tournament. And I was just like, oh, yeah. But this one, it's like oh, all the way. Shoot, yeah. They actually like won, and so they that, did that's a, a great part of it. They did a great job, I thought, hiding it because it does feel yes, like yes, right. This story you, you didn't know, like you yeah, had no idea the entire This time. story should be in the lure of basketball mm. legend. Well, I think that's kind of the point, and they kind of touched Agreed. on it, where this documentary is almost like a capsule of the team. Like, yeah. they just made it the best they could, put the most time and effort into it, and now it just lives here forever. So really, the legacy will never get forgotten as long as the movie exists. Cause you I've never walking. heard of it. Be- I've never heard of it before. At, like, you know... You know, I think Valvano Valvano is more of a popular figure. More people know who right. he is than this team. Because of a lot of what he does. I think his Valvano foundation. Yeah. No, but you could argue that his foundation is really what is at the forefront of everything. Like people know yeah. the foundation. Yes, no, I, 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 def- I definitely knew J- yeah. Jimmy V. Like I've heard Jimmy V. Jimmy thousands v of times before the yeah. uh, documentary came out. I think probably or when I was in like eighth grade, so and you guys were in like fourth grade. And I have to touch on it because um, we are talking yet. about we are talking about literally little brother right now because yeah. you know I my North Carolina Tar Heels NC State, but are they in the tournament? In the current moment, are you, they in the tournament? I think about, NC State is in the tournament. How about you? And UNC and they're not. So how about you? Is there, is there a new I big just about it. Did the birth certificate get mixed? I was just that's can you, weird. Can you guys chill? I was literally you didn't even let me finish. We're hostile. We're not it's spring break. We're hostile. Okay, we're talking about little brother. Like eight national championships to one. Like we're not even gonna get into it right now because Michael Jordan played from the college I like, and he did not go to NC State. Anyway, dude, Derek um, Wittenberg, dude. Derek Wittenberg, which I was just about they to say, they beat them too. Can you let me? Just, oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. Oh my god, James Worthy too. It was a good team. Everybody at home, I apologize. Um, anyway, 
this team is just in the grain of NC State ever since. The the, the like you guys are talking about how you, this the magic and people knowing about this team at all isn't really known worldwide, but at NC State, this team is legend. Yeah. You know, uh, Wittenberg is the um, associate AD now at NC State, the soul and the ambiance of this you know team has lived on because they knew how special it was, because yeah. they knew how much of a lightning in a bottle it was, and they wanted to kind of have that character and root kind of go through the entire program moving forward. And uh, it's very smart, um, especially Wittenberg leaving forward and going back to there. Anyway, um, we kind of talked to you, Dave, kind of lean on you for kind of technical stuff, kind of more film um, nerd stuff with lack of a better term. I'll take that. Um, yeah, alt, like an alt narrative kind of explanation of kind of a little a little deep dive into the uh, logistics of this film. Right. So go ahead, all you. The you floor know, is yours. I thought it was very interesting. Uh, you know, I, of course, I mentioned the pacing of the documentary. The pacing of the documentary was absolutely brilliant. I thought, but more so, I thought, you know, and we talked about this too, the emotional side of the documentary. A lot of it, I thought, was it's not just basketball, and you know, really. It's kind of like a Seinfeld storyline where they're trying to go through three different timelines and they're trying yeah. to bring it all together at the end. And a huge thing, in my opinion, uh, about documentaries, specifically sports documentaries, when at the end of it, you're left with a so what? Why the hell did I just watch that? What do I need? Like, what am I going to take away from it? When you finish the documentary, it's not really about basketball per se. It's about mortality. It's about living every day. It really was the embodiment of the Jimmy V speech, I think was absolutely brilliant how they, uh, you know, brought up everything about Jimmy V. They really tried to encapsulate a man who was larger than life in a, in, in a, in a 90 minute documentary, which is not, is very difficult to do. Um, I think they captured the, you know, uh, the, the wildness of Jimmy V. I think they captured the wildness of that team. And I think they captured the wildness of college basketball. I think it's a love letter to college basketball. That's a um, great way to put it. It's it a really is. To college it really basketball. is. Right. And the magic of college yeah. basketball. And as far as the cutting in between, I love how, you know, really to get specific, the camera shots of, you know, them at the them at the them at the bar, kind of like the sense of nobody had the spotlight. That's what I love. There was if you watched closely, there was really no close ups, which is really telling because you say, well, this is like you're in it together. Everybody is a team. They're all, you know, leaning on somebody. And that's. This documentary, everybody's leaning on somebody to tell the story. I'm going to let that kind of pivot into it. And if you want to talk about it anymore, you can. But yeah, I want to get your how technically well was it made, 1 to 10. Wow, it's early for this, man. Yeah, we got Cinderella stories to talk about for the upcoming oh, that's so, tournament. That's so true. That's so true. Uh, technically made, I'm going to go an 8. Okay. It's, that's the highest it's probably been for you so far. Yeah, yeah it has been. Well, uh, easily. Yeah, always Baltimore and like Mike. Um, the <laughs> setting in which you watch the film. Uh, I gotta be honest. It my computer didn't work. ESPN Plus, get it fixed. It's All horrible. Right. Get it's, it fixed. ESPN Plus is very bad. Get it. What did you watch it? Well, uh, I watched on Amazon. I'm, I may have to switch over to the dark no, side. No, you gotta go to. I, what I've been doing with all the thirty for thirties is, by renting it for two ninety nine on Amazon Prime. Really? Which is the only place I can find them because I don't. Have, I'm not gonna pay for ESPN Plus just for those. Why well, should my daddy get ESPN for it for Plus? Um, but. Uh, this, so I had to watch it on my phone is what I'm trying to get to. It, ESPN Plus is pretty good on the phone, actually. It is pretty good on the phone, but I don't, li- I don't like to watch it on the phone. Yeah, obviously. You know? yeah. I, I like to watch it on the big screen if I can get there. So I'm going to give it a two on settings. Two. I'm, I don't like to watch it on my phone. Okay, but that's a, that's a good gripe because it, it has to do with the film. ESPN Plus is the problem. It's not, ESPN it's Plus not is you. the problem. ESPN, get it together, man. Anyway, moving on. 
How important is this to the culture of sports? You touched on it. You dabbled in it a little bit for a second there, but more a little more deep dive. Embodiment of college basketball, embodiment of life. That is a nine out of ten. Nine it's, out of ten. It's, it's wow. truly a poetic you really film. Really like this one. I did. It's a poetic film. If you you know, if I were to start a podcast on actual not actual films, but you know, films outside sports. Uh, you would very quickly get the understanding of my love for film being in kind of the human side, and this exploits it to the max. Uh, it's beautifully done, I think, on that side. Nine. Bored exciting spectrum. You know, I kept my attention for the whole entire time. It, it I think it did kind trail. Kind of a pacing question. Yeah, it, it did trail off at times, but I think that's good for a documentary. I'm going to give this a seven and a half. Making me have to add up halves. Um, Two extra keys. And the slap spectrum. Overall, 8.5. It's a quality film. Beautifully done. 8.5. Watch this documentary. It's not talked about a lot. Glory recommendation from David Tominelli. He is a critic. (laughs) I'm a a lover. I like to put it on a lover. I love, you know, I don't like to to criticize too much. Oh, yeah. yeah. Film. 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 I mean, it's film. You're not a critiquer in everyday life. No, but no. in film, you like what you like. You expect like excellence, like. and that's, I do. It comes with criticism. Yeah. Anyway, Will, you're up. Which one is it? So Where? we're starting. The setting in which you watch the film. Six. I watched on my laptop with earphones. Then. Where at home in at the home? bed or no at home. Oh, yeah, I should have specified where I was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, downstairs on my weather couch. I see, I see. The couch is very comfortable. Um, i got to visit your house, dude. No, we don't don't want you. (laughs) Give it a couple more weeks. You Um, just invited me last weekend. (laughs) How important is this to the culture (laughs) of sports? Oh, I mean, I'd say it's the most relevant. It's unbelievably relevant right now. Um, But I think overall, college basketball, like I said earlier today, College football can't really match it the way that you go into the playoff like this. So this is a staple in American culture. So I think that this is the best representation of what the peak of this tournament can be. So I think it's monumental for sports and monumental for um, cancer research. Um, And I think it's monumental for the American dream. Which a lot of people don't wow. appreciate He's these right. days. He's right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like, dude, it's literally like the most American thing you could think of. It's the most American tournament that you could have ever. This I'm guy's not spinning right now. Yeah, and and it's just the most embodiment of that Cinderella story that you could find in any NCAA tournament. Like obviously, what what, what else would you guys compare it to? So, uh, which, no, like which 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 Cinderella story? Obviously, they they didn't win, but which Cinderella stories do you think are? Behind uh, this one, I, I think mean, this is number one without a question. Sh- the the no. Kemba team, I, Kemba I was just about to say, or Shabazz team more so. Yeah. I think Shabazz was but so. How, how, teams how are pretty what wild. were these teams um, ranked? You well, got no, 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 no. The Kemba team was not even ranked in the top sixty uh, preseason, top yeah. sixty-four. But that was that was unbelievable. That is that was, insane. I, that's still annoying. Is it me. that crazy? Well, they played yes. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday to win the Big East tournament. Oh, so they got it. They did. They couldn't get an at large. No, no. Yeah, no. They needed to win. I mean, what? Yeah, they, they were number four in the country at one point, and then they were just like oh. losing every Big East game they played, and kinda, they were like unranked. Does it? Does it not kind of sound similar? Oh, this so so then similar? they were. If they were number four team yeah. in the nation, at kinda one sounds point, similar. No. Anyway, but okay, uh, but I, I was I'm, yeah. maybe the '86 Rolly Massimino Villanova. Maybe? Yeah, it's even there. even uh, even PJ Carlos from a Seton Hall team that got screwed in the national championship. Yeah, that's yeah. A, that was a really good. What year was that? Eighty three, maybe around 
around there. Anyway, okay, sorry. So is that a ten for how important it is? Yeah, ten. Ten. Okay, I was hoping so. Yeah. Uh, how technically well was it made, in your opinion? Um, I'd say like a, I'd say like an eight. Yeah, I think that's a good number. I think you know Quality. I'm not like as big as an observer as Andrew, not Andrew. Dave, sorry, dude. I do that all the time, dude. I'm looking dude. at you, dude. Andrew dude. Tominelli is the same name as Dave Tominelli. For reference, he stole my A seat so that he has a little inception between Dave and Andrew. I would just so. love looking at Andrew. Like Andrew, me and Andrew are just like laughing. Love the Big Drew. Day. Shout out Big He's Drew. Like, he went to Vegas to cover a UFC fight last weekend. Big Andy. Big step for the film I've, session I've crew. I've never felt so disrespected in my life. Yeah, no, don't. We got to give shouts when we have chance to give a shout out to Andrew. We have to give out. Andrew, do you want to switch? Andrew Tominelli just makes so much sense dude, because I knew I knew a kid. Growing up, named Drew Tominelli. Bro, what? Like, I swear to God, Drew Tominelli. Yeah, like I've, I've, I don't know him, but I've heard that name so many times. I've I, never heard of anybody that doesn't really? like, like I've, yeah, I think I'm like one of seven. I'll <laughs> have to look him up, like on Instagram. Yeah, I, dude, this please do. You might be a long lost brother. Like, <laughs> like it sounds so creepy, hey, but like, <laughs> I've just heard of a kid named Drew Tominelli, like, like all the time. I don't know him, but like, was it me? Anyway, your, uh, your anyway, Andrew, anyway, <laughs> anyway. Like... So you're boring to exciting spectrum, Will. Oh, I'd say I'd say nine, dude. This movie slaps it out of the park, <laughs> and yeah. you know what that means for my last one. Uh, okay. So is that a ten? Yeah. Okay. Bro, Damn, let him come. Bro, dude. There's no, there's no debate with this one that you couldn't have made it better. Um, you couldn't, have, you couldn't have not made it physically, but like you couldn't have made a better story in sports. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I'm you couldn't have made it up. You couldn't have made it up. It was too good to be written. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm going to go on mine here. Uh, the setting in which I watched the film is going to be an eight. I was just in bed. You know, nothing nothing too crazy. How important is it to the culture of sports? I think I'll go in the middle of you two. I got a nine and a ten, so I'll go 9.5 because I do agree. Um, and really, the American angle on that, Will, was, that was very astute from you. I really agree that that was really yeah, that was something that propelled it. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, how technically well was it made? I would give it an eight. Because I think, you know, for sports movies, it's made definitely really well. Um, boring, so boring to exciting spectrum, 7.5. This thing doesn't really get boring, but it's also not extremely exciting the entire way. It was more just kind, you know, kind of harder for a lot of it and then gets, you know, transitioned into, into exciting. And doesn't slap spectrum, I'm going to go 10. It slaps so hard. It's wow. the best. Um, yeah. It's awesome. Uh, and really quick, I just, before we get, you know, going out of here and onto our spring breaks... I just want to get a little Cinderella picks from you guys. You know, oh, me and Will obviously discussed this earlier, and we kind of gave our picks. Uh, so this is a little is, different from ours. But a little Cinderella. Mine, yeah, I, mine stays the same. Yeah, yeah, you're. But sure. um, but yeah, so I want to get the uh, you guys Cinderella picks for this year. What team do you think can encapsulate the magic of this 82-83 NC State team? I'm gonna start with who should I start with? What start with him? But what what seed was uh what seed were they in eight six? It's it was a middle seed somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. David Tomberelli. Uh, <laughs> is it wild if I say you can't? Yes, it's so wild. But you can't even a dark horse. You were you were campaigning for them to be a two seed yesterday. So the fact that them calling them a Cinderella is actually the craziest thing I've ever. You heard You know what? Life. I cannot See, confirm. Adam's, I cannot what? confirm nor deny. You hear what he just any, said? No, dude, I didn't. I'm just looking at funny odds. But what do you say? Do not make me bring up UNC. He just called okay. UConn his Cinderella. And they're nah, gonna be I mean, like a two seed. I'm playing. I'm playing. Yeah, no, that's stupid. Uh, you know, honestly, I think uh, UConn played Providence yesterday, and Providence. I, I, I just said no. I'm, I'm like, I, I was thinking about this last night. I'm genuinely serious. Providence got hit in the mouth by UConn for the first 28 minutes. We played the best basketball of any team has any season. Not any this season. I mean, 
and Providence. You guys are ridiculous. What? I'm not saying they're gonna win. I don't think that. And also, like, you guys are just David. Ridiculous. I brought up your Ed Cooley thing on Storm the Court this uh, this afternoon, asking if anyone had any merit, and I was almost laughed out of the radio. You station. know what? You know what? When Ed Cooley becomes the next Georgetown head coach, all of you are gonna have to owe me your apologies. <laughs> all of you. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't like. Uh, it, this is so difficult because first of all, we haven't like. I, I need to see the seating. I need to see all of this. Of course, stuff. just yeah, from like that's just fair. from what you've seen this year, I think Providence is definitely a good one. Providence, I think, is a good one. I they think got the, Hopkins is like the star that could you know Hopkins, carry them. And, and also, and also, like they played so bad against UConn, <laughs> and they lost by like seven or six. Yeah. I mean, this team can go. They have a phenomenal head coach. It's it. It's not like an it's absurd take to and say I would problems. Ne- and I would never bet against a Big East team, especially yeah. one that has success. And can I say, like, any Big East team, I think, is made physically to make it a deep run in the tournament. I agree. Yeah. Will Grant, where's your Cinderella? Fair. Where are oh, they? Where are they man. on the map? Uh, Charleston. Charleston. It's a great pick. Five, five dollars to win 2,000. Are they getting a bid? Uh yeah they got a bit they won their tournament oh they won their tournament yeah. okay what what tournament is that <laughs> oh you don't know okay but Charleston. I know that they I know that they won but um at one point of the season they were like twenty third in the nation okay so, so we'll, if if you're giving we'll them get forty thousand dollar odds well I, this isn't really about gambling this is about the heart <laughs> quite the opposite yeah you know, I'll I'll, ch- I'll change my pick to Fordham or Clemson okay word. <laughs> that's what yeah. I was gonna say Fordham okay I'll just say a bunch of names so they're like we could re- redo the clip like Ergo when, uh, come on the win. pod. Ergo, come on the pod. Please, after you don't, uh, after you win the the championship, both A10 and NCAA. Tanya Tetlow, coach, we care more about ergonomics <laughs> than we care about finite. I promise. Tetlow, should we get Tetlow on the pod? What would we t- What movie would we watch? I mean, I don't Silence even... by Martin Scorsese. I mean, I the movie about Catholic priest going. Anyway, to anyway, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, I was, th- was going to say something way worse. My good. Cinderella is glad you covered the it. team <laughs> that plays, you know, a couple, maybe, I, w- I would say maybe that 20 minutes away from my house, and that's the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. They're yeah. Rutgers well, they, Scarlet they, Knights. They didn't get a bid, right? They're, they're going to get an at-large? Oh, get that's at-large. a great pick, Chris. They'll, yeah, get a, like they'll get an at-large. Like the Big Ten is underrated this pick. year. They're, a lot of mid-level Big Ten teams are actually going to get bids, and people don't even realize it. Um, I think teams like Michigan diminish the whole league because they're just really bad and they're frauds. But anyway, um, Houston are also frauds. Just throwing that out there. As, you know, yeah. as it pertains to NC State, you know, yeah, showing, that's actually showing that they were yeah. fraudulent. This team's way more fraudulent because that team like Kareem. Or not Kareem, Hakeem. Hakeem. Uh, and Quad. Nonetheless, Rutgers Scarlet Knight team, they're battle-tested. They're a good mix of young talent and talent that's been able to play in NCAA tournaments, which that kind of experience is unheard of in New Brunswick. And I really think that they have that good mix. I really feel like it's their year to make the big run. And I really think that they're Sweet 16 bound. I really believe it. It will be UConn and Fordham in the final. On that note, um, Surviving Advance is really going to be one of our favorites. Last week, we, we had a 7.6 total average on Like Mike. That's sliding it into the number one spot, you know, right above Bullies of Baltimore with a 6.25. I'm sure uh, Surviving Advance this week is going to take the number one crown. We'll wait to see next week to see what that one finished up as. Are we going to do a Zoom episode next week? Yeah, we, let's do it. I think we can do a Zoom episode next what, week. Um, yeah. What do you want to do? We have the dudes. Hoosiers. It's still March. I don't. It's still March. We're having Jay Billis on Storm the Court, so maybe. Yeah. I hate Christian Leitner. I never agreed Wait, to Jay Billis. Are you serious? Yeah. I never Bobby agreed to Jay Billis. Are you serious? You no. We're doing Jay Billis. He's he's big enough. No, That's we, awesome. We actually have Jay, we have Jay Williams' first interview after he announces his Georgetown job. Yeah. So. Ooh. First African American head coach at Georgetown. 
he's made that joke twice today. On on that note, this I, I, NC I like State stolen joke. I like that joke. Make sure do your research me. if you're listening. The Jimmy V Foundation. It's been fantastic. It's been doing a lot of great work and really has sparked on the magic of this team. So do check that out. Also check out his SB speech because it's one of the most empowering things I've ever seen. One of the most empowering speeches I've seen. Period. Uh, we're all gonna get out of here. Go on some spring break on this Friday afternoon. I want to thank you all for listening. And uh, yeah, keep watching those movies with some film. Keep watching those movies with some sports in them, and uh, have a good day. God bless.